Blog Talk Radio. Trips in a chopper, ripper. Oh, okay, time to 
to hear the second one Blessing young, best to come I will make your reverend run Terrified, it is verified that you're scared to die Clarify, I am the one who's the paradigm Sweet Caroline, good rhymes never seem so good But they should, when I speak I'm not misunderstood On the platform, people want amazing so I rap form I'm following the rich like that one Buffett But I'm not trying to covet, you know I ain't of it I'm trying to spread love, kid, hey, good stuff, kid You got the juice now, you see what I just did? I just summoned Zeus down, crown and befriend He descends from Mount Olympus Third, I am at a noise, he is so with this Won't you come and hit this, while it's still cherished? Why the beat is blaring, who is she staring at? Bring the beat back, let me go and rap to her Bring the seat back, try to hold you with the fasten And now nah, let me stop, grab a bow, oh you roll yeah. Pick it real slow, get the sticky on your nose I suppose you a pro, cause this is a legitimate role Talking a little bit more, and now that cinnamon toast Took my hand, said, you're still the one. Looked at the time already, 4.20. Opened up my mind to open the door gently. Is she meant for me? I began to ask the question while I ran around the car. My heart racing, did I mention? A good Samaritan, arrogant man for an American woman. Embarrassing kiss, she let slide. Caravan. Said it's something that we're used to That's why I introduced you Yes, and we both produced too Executively, I do one second-handedly I can't believe I do what I do It's such a fantasy My sanity remains, she says You bring us out your element I told her there's a thin line Between being intelligent uh, and being insane I think I leaned towards the ladder She asked me for a reason No, it didn't matter Well, we bought four onions for the homies And then we celebrated Why couldn't we save it? Cause you knew we made it Country Queen Lady, how are you doing? What's going on, Papa? Just doing a show. Uh, just doing your show, actually. Let me go on ahead and... Uh... <laughs> All right. You know, like I say, like what I tell you on Tuesday nights on Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, I say we don't go on because the show is ready. We go on because it's 9 o'clock and it's Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, same rule applies for Welcome to the Country. We don't go on because it's a race. We go on because we've got a show to do. Um, Metanoise uh, is not is not with us right now. Um, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll get on the line 
very soon so we can go ahead and uh, do the interview. Um, but in the mm-hmm. meantime, I do have some other things planned uh, for us uh, in the event that they don't, they're not able to show. Uh, and we'll okay. run the show to at least the 30-minute mark. Uh, if, if they're not, if they haven't showed up by then, we'll just, you know, we'll just uh, do our thing for a minute and then just kind of wrap it up. Um, so you, so you good with that, Barbara? I'm good with whatever you need done. You know me. Oh yeah. Good, good. Oh yes, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you. I'm, I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna uh, refresh the system to see if maybe they did call and it's just not showing up. Okay. Um, yeah, I hope that's. I hope that is the the, the case. I also uh, just contacted their manager. Uh, waiting for a response. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll just do what we do for now. Um, that song you all heard at the beginning, that's forty 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 from Meta Noise featuring Chris Rivers. Chris Rivers is the son of Big Pine, the late Big Pine. Rest in peace. Um, what do you think about that, Barbara? It's a good piece. I mean, it almost reminded me of. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony a little bit, and Onyx and his crew. They they were they reminded me of a little bit of them. You know, just a little bit of twist in each one. And and for Chris, he reminded me of some of his dad. Yeah, I'm quite sure he had been listening to a lot of. Well, you know, most of the kids go on tour with their their parents anyway. But yeah, you know, from the video and you know from what I heard of it, you know, I see a little bit of his dad in him and his uncle, to be honest. His dad and his uncle. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, it's pretty tight. They got some good sound. I mean, I listened to a few of their songs, including Trouble, and another one. So they they got they got a good sound. Going to be Country Boys. That was oh yeah. That was the kicker right there. Yeah, they Country Boys from the mountains. Good God Almighty! I ain't even know Philadelphia <laughs> had mountains. <laughs> I'm like, what? From the mountains of Philadelphia? What the hell? Okay. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. all right. Baby. Yeah, because I was saying it myself. So that was kind of befitting that they were, you know, country boys um, to be up here. But they might have got caught up. Last time we did the interview with the other guy, his group was stuck with a flat tire, remember? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, this truck was stuck with a flat tire, so I don't I don't know. I don't I don't yeah. know. Shout out to City of War, cause, uh yeah, episode four is tight. He still need to be mentioning oh. my survivors though. My survivors. Come on now. <laughs> the survivors need to be oh. mentioned. Oh yeah. yeah but got I, a, I got a few of my clients looking at that now, that series. It's real nice. I mean, they, oh, they yeah. put New Jack City. To, they put New Jack City to shame because one of my white clients. That's what she said. She watched it. She said, "You know what? They reminded me almost of New Jack City, but better." I said, "Girl, what you know about New Jack City?" <laughs> I don't even think we know what your what your upper crust area. How the hell? She said, "What? Look, I was in school too. I looked at that stuff." She said, "But that, you know, yeah, she's very uppity." I'm like, wow, that you knew what New Jack City was. She said, I love Wesley Snipes. I said, well, that's it, though. So, you know, you do like white women. Said, that's that's right, girl. Child. <laughs> that figure. 
But she knew who that was, so, I mean, that was a big up for that, for her to, you know, compare them to New Jack City and get them that push. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I'm wondering when you're going to fabricate it into a movie or a book. That's what I'm waiting on. I mean, a solid movie in a book. I'm going to have to get on yeah. his page and ask him when is he going to do that. Oh, By yeah. now, you have enough. Don't they take segments? To, I mean, in order to make a movie, you take the segments and put them together. So, I mean, by now, with all four episodes, you should be able to do a mini series and do a small short film by now. Put it all oh, together yeah. to a short movie. Now, now, you know what I think would be dope if he took, uh, they took some of the songs from Metanoid and put it in the uh, City of War. What do you mm-hmm. think? I believe so. Yeah, especially when they're yeah. talking about um, the, the, two, the two main antagonists. Yeah, they need to put them with those, incorporate some of the songs in, into there when they're um doing their scenes. I, I, mean, I had to mention that to them because I just I just caught um I looked at the fourth one about twice because I had to get some stuff straight. I was trying to understand some parts put together because it had been a while since I had looked at episode three, so I had to go back. And put it all together since some things that happened. I had to go back and put it all together. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm waiting yeah. to see the outcome of that. I'm waiting to see the outcome. I don't know how many more episodes he's fitting to do. Because we're getting, we getting pretty close to who killed old boy. So, yeah, we need we need um we need a couple of more episodes to get to the end. Have they queued in yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, as soon as they pop in, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and bring them on. But uh, but okay. but since we are on the topic of City of War, uh, you know, shout out to Joe again. Um, you have mm-hmm. your favorite character? No, not anymore. Everybody seems to be pulling together now. So I mean, I'm I'm pretty much rooting for the whole crew at this point. <laughs> like the other young yeah. lady series, I can't think of the name. But what about your friends? Yeah, like her series too. Uh huh. I'm waiting on I'm waiting on episode three for that. But yeah, her series too. Both of them kind of running neck and neck. I mean, if you for the fellas for City of War, you know, if you about the girl situations, what about the friends? Yeah, for that. So I mean, I'm like between the two, but both of them pretty talented. Yeah, they're very talented. It's a shame yeah. that you got a lot of talent out there that's never tapped. Or people feel like um, they're afraid that they're going to step on their shoes if you get them any type of credibility. When I don't understand that when folk are millionaires, I don't, I don't get how, especially Negroes, I don't get how you can't share the platform. You've already made your meal, paid taxes on it, hired and fired whoever. I don't understand why you can't seem to step aside and let, you know, somebody else with talent get a piece of that pie. We we as black folk have not learned how to do that yet. I mean, I guess I yeah. guess the world will die and we'll never get that point. Of, we'll never get it. White folk will put up the most trailer park person as long as they think they got potential up against a black one they know got it. They will try that white one first until that white one fails, and then they'll try the black person. But they will always try to give their own a, a step up. We have the most cursed ability to not want to do that ever, and I and I don't get that. And I mean that's that's point upon it to the latest thing. I mean I don't know if you saw, 
and it, it shouts out to Tom Stafford because he did he did answer in response to um, my video that I did for Tammy for the goddess. Oh yeah. And um, I'm I'm proud of everybody who voted for her. I mean, I just felt like she should have won, and and not based on um looking for kudos or uh, standing out for the talent she already had, but it was the point. I was trying to make the point that, as an example for her, she wasn't asking for any money. She wasn't asking for anybody to buy her product. All she wanted was five seconds of your time that you would answer a text or look at somebody's stupid mimi on Facebook to vote for her. When out of her busy day, she takes time to comment. I don't care if I post something on both ends, because I really don't post on the other pages anymore. I normally either post on Blacktopia or my own. I don't really mess with the other ones, so some of them I'm going to get rid of oh. again. Cause I don't, I don't really post on them. Are they ready? Yeah, because she, um, she'll take the time out and answer my posts on both pages. You know, and I mean, and I just, I just felt like with three, excuse me, we got 4,000. I said three. It's 4,000 folk on Black Topia. She should have won that shit hands down. With 4,000 yeah. folk, you should have been bombarded. And see, that just proves my point that we can't even take out time to get somebody that support that's non-monetary. And I'm quite, she's bought a few people's products as well up here. So, I mean, she did something non-monetary, and you couldn't even get the support for that. I mean, where do we draw the line? You will see a thousand looks on a stupid-ass video that somebody made or a stupid meme, but you couldn't get more than 50 people to vote for her to win that contest. And I yeah. and, and I just, I mean, that just proved the point right there. And some folk um, even went so far as to inbox me saying I didn't have a right to say that. Well, you know me because I'm country. I don't give a fuck what you say. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that's real. I, the truth was the truth. And just like when you tell the women the truth about not being the queen, they didn't they didn't appreciate my response. So a lot of them um, either blocked me or deleted me or unfriended me. I don't care. I, I mean, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm not up here for you. You know, uh-huh. but the truth was the truth. She should have won that hands down with as many black folk as on Black Sophie. Hands uh-huh. the first day that she announced being a part of that daily press, she should have won. Yeah. It should have been bombarded with votes from us day one. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just not understanding, huh? She should have been, she should have been in the lead from the, from the start. Uh-huh. From day one. When I went up there and kept seeing four, five white folk with 50, 60 votes, I won't feel in that. I won't. Not when we got 4,000 black ones. She should have won hands down. Hands down. I mean, and this this is a breakdown in, in our relationship as black folk. But then you get mad when you post all your stuff on Blacktopia and nobody wants to support your movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 you know, a it's a network in progress. You have to work with one another, not just expect somebody to do for you. And so again, that's that selfish Negro attitude, reverting yeah. back to the slave day. See, mm-hmm. there it is, right there. I mean, that was a perfect example of it. It, it took that one incident to pull us back from all we'd accomplished. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just being honest about it. I mean, you know, oh, people yeah. didn't like it, but you know, it was what it was. The way I felt about it. 
I mean, I don't know how you felt, but did you see she made a um, response thanking us? Um, I, 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 I'm, just, I'm actually just now uh, seeing that she posted a video. Um, mm-hmm. I believe she did tonight, and I was tagged in it, so I didn't know what it exactly yeah. was. I didn't. I saw it in my alerts, but I, I was going to play yeah. it after the show. I didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to play it. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, she she so, um thanked us in the video and you know me for making that attempt the entire time, um to try to get everybody to vote for you know because even she said we need to work together to try to pull each other up you know and um I mean we can say that time and time again but it just seems like this generation is determined not to do that. I mean they pushed us way back to slavery with everything being said you know the lazy selfish mentality that they carry is going to destroy the black folk of this country. It's not going to take the white man. We're going to do it to ourselves mm-hmm. because because of this mentality, you know, and I, I'm just, you know, the more you try to fix it, seem like the older ones are going right along with it. They in their stagnant mentality, so complacent. You know, nobody mm-hmm. can hold you anywhere. You hold yourself there with your own mindset. Your own mind is your prison for some folks. And that's spoken black now, Topia now, as well. Oh yes. Now, Barbara, I want to. I just want to go ahead and plug this right quick. Since we did talk about Tammy Thomas and um, you know, uh, the, her not receiving the votes, I just want to say for all y'all listening, you can purchase Tammy Thomas's book, Emotional Soul of a Poetess, uh, on Amazon. Um, just look for Emotional Soul of a Poetess, or you can um, put in Tammy S. Thomas. Search it that way. Um, so, so definitely, you know, and I also want to add to this too. I talked to Tamika Ship. Shout out to Tamika Ship, another uh, great admin in the group. Tammy Thomas is also an admin in Blacktopia as well. Um, mm-hmm. And Tamika Ship inboxed me like a little, you know, when it was a little too late. She said she actually didn't even see the uh, see the link at all. Actually, she didn't even know what we were talking about as far as votes. Um, and she mm-hmm. said she would have definitely did it, you know, because I mean, some things, you know. Uh, I know Tamika Ship is in her heart. She would have definitely did it, you know. Um, right. But you know, some some things aren't really showing up in people's news feeds and things like that. But um, you know, we uh, you know, ne- next time something like that comes up, um, I'm definitely going to you know play my part. You know, of course I voted. You know, I was going to do that anyway. Um, right. But I, you know, I'm actually going to take my uh, take the time to actually push that out more. Uh, push see, that I knew link you out. were busy. That's why. That's why I did that. You see what I did? I posted my comment, and I posted my vote. That's why I did that, Jay. The link was right up there from when I posted that, so it was still no excuse. I mean, now I put Tamika because she might Tamika because she might have been working, but it was still no excuse. I posted. That's why I did that to show her I voted, and my comment and the link was up there for you to go to. Some people even told me they saw the link through my post. That's why I put it up there, and I knew you were already busy with a whole host of the mess going on and trying to promote her book. So I was like, as usual, you know, PR and you, as usual, getting up there and, and trying to do that because I'm thinking with all of us up here, she should have been a shoe-in. This yeah. should have been a no-brainer and already taken care of, but, you know, like so many times other than that, I was wrong. That's why I said I was disappointed. Very disappointed that, you know, I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just no other way you can give that to me to, to say that, you know, it's just no need for somebody to brag or boast about 
about their talent. It's not about that. What I was trying to see and, and basically do a, a, a was the unity. How unified is Black Dope Gift Club? As far as they their own people. And oh, after the other night, I don't see it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you broke out on that last part. But I, I do, I, you know, leading up to what you were saying, I did, you know, catch that. Um, hopefully the listeners caught it as well. Um, yeah, you're right. We definitely need to support each other. Tammy Thomas is always first in line to purchase somebody's CD, to, to buy their, you know, products, beauty products, uh, lotions, oil, whatever they got. You know, she'll buy mm-hmm. books from other people. Uh, she buys songs from, from rappers that she's, you know, probably even checking for like that, but just to support them. Um, and right. plus the singer, she's, she's in front row. Uh, she likes everything. She comments on everything. Uh, she and, and you know some people actually press the like button and comment on stuff, and they don't really actually look at it. But you know, Tammy right. Thomas is one of the people that actually does read the stuff, actually does listen to the videos, and da da da. And and, mm-hmm. and that's all it took. Everybody else, and they could have at least just voted for it. You know, that's all she asked. Right. She asked. You know, and and that that I was frustrated uh, with that too because that that could have definitely propelled uh not just Tammy Thomas but just Blacktopia as a as a unit um exactly. further. Yeah. Um we gotta yeah. show that solidarity. Yeah. Oh go mm-hmm. ahead, Barbara. No, no, that's why I was agreeing with you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We gotta definitely uh show that unity within our community. You know, uh that's that's why I brought that's one of the many reasons why I brought Blacktopia together so we can help each other go to the top. You know? Mhm. Well, if you notice out of some of the groups that have been out there and, you know, some of the shows, we like one of the last ones still holding in. A lot of those other groups have disbanded or people have created their own little groups. Have you noticed that? For some of the ones that I was on, I haven't even been on in a minute. Um, I went back on them. They've either disbanded or um, became mundane because that's what happens when you get a lot of chiefs and no uh, tribesmen. See, that's what happens. When, you know, when everybody want to be the boss and, you know, throw weight around, but nobody's willing to work and compromise together. So I've, I've deleted myself from a few of them, but there's still a lot more of them I need to go through and remove myself from because it's no longer a positive platform, you know. It's basically the creme de la creme trying to stand out against, you know, the layman. And then and it don't work like that. You can't positively move forward when you always trying to push somebody back by the words out your mouth or the the accomplishment you've made that they haven't. And I, and that's what I saw in a lot of the same bad element you got rid of Black Topia from. You know, got into these other groups and infested them like a disease. And a lot of them you haven't paid no attention, but most of them have disbanded. Most of them. Oh, yeah. You know, it's for, that, like, it's for that very reason. Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely over in Blacktopia. Um, you know, we're still standing because of, uh, you know, it actually has a meaning to it. We're actually doing things, doing things offline. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just not just a Facebook group where people posting up memes. Uh, we actually have a, a server purpose. Yeah. Right. 
And, I mean, that's what we try to get everybody to see. Now, there are some times when people make posts, like sometimes another young lady, I don't know if they got a hold of you with this, but Tamikia had put up their post um, about uh, black women again, and another young lady blocked her because she was trying to tell me about it because she was getting upset. Another young lady, I can't think of her name now, but she blocked her and unfriended her. And I wasn't even friended by the lady, but I blocked her myself um, because she tried to say that Tamikia was talking down about folks and always had something negative to say. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, who are you? Because she's never spoke negatively about anybody, even with her own situations going on in her life. And once again, people expect an opinion to be one-sided. That's one thing that everybody in Blacktopia has not learned yet. I mean, even with me pushing the envelope and standing, you know, above the odds. Because, I mean, I'm, a, I'm like an owl and I stand alone. So, but I am like a beacon, you're going to see me regardless. I'm like that lighthouse that's out there in the middle of the ocean. You're going to still see me regardless. That's, that's just how I roll. Regardless of whatever's going on with me, you're still going to see me. That's just thank God for my grandma. That's how I was raised. Um, but a lot of people in Blacktopia think everything should be a one-sided opinion. And we have really got to get out of that as a black community. It takes multiple opinions to make a change. You don't see everybody, nobody even in government agree on the same damn thing. They compromise with everybody's differences to make one choice decision that the country has to operate under. You know what I mean? But we got people in Blacktopia that feel like, okay, if something is said one way, everybody got to go that way. And, and that's not how a community works. Because it's just like my house and your house may be green, but I got a bunch of flowers and rugs and furniture on my front porch, but you don't. So I'm wrong because I want to decorate my house because you didn't and our house the same color. See that that, mm-hmm. that kind of mentality we we've um we we need we need to move forward from. And when I see it and, and catch it, I try to address it as professionally as I can now because of the show. I mean, even though I still say what I want to say out my mouth on either show or my testifies, um, I try to be a little bit more um. I try to have a little bit more cooth now when I answer folk on Blacktopia, um, especially when they come out and, and try to make everybody um, agree with what they're saying, like you don't have your own opinion. So I try to address them as nicely as I can and let them understand that, you know, no one's going to argue with you that you have your opinion. Just don't try to stifle mine. You know, and some people get it and some people don't. And they, you know, the ones that don't, I'd be like, don't about your business because there's still a lot of folk out there that have just joined Blacktopia that don't need to see that kind of ignorance. I mean, you're going you're gonna to always have that one dummy in the group. But, you know, the newer people don't really need to see that that fiasco. They don't need to see that fuckery. We, we, we're trying to get them encouraged to call in and be a part of the stuff. And you still got a few of them coming out slowly but surely. They're coming out because one or two of them have befriended me. I didn't even know they were looking at what's going on on Blacktopia. I, hell, I had no idea they was looking at my testifiers on YouTube, but um, they were. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a few people that slowly but surely coming out of the woodwork. 
Because, again, they said they had been in other groups that, you know, Bad Apples had shown them up and made them look bad and, you know, or embarrassed them for having their own opinion. And this is why they haven't responded to anything in Blacktopia yet, per se. I mean, like, I've seen a couple of them like some of my stuff now, too. But they slowly but surely coming out because they're afraid if they have their own opinion that they'll be down for it. Someone will, you know, insult them or, you know, tell them they have no right. So we still we still got to get that fear out of the people, and I think you'll have a lot more people um, participating in the show as well as long as they know that no one is going to knock them for their opinion, which we're not. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you, you can think the way you want to think. It's I, I can't. You're a grown person. I'm not. Ultimately, I can't make decisions in your life for you because I'm dealing with my own life. Ultimately. Oh yeah. But you just, we just gotta understand that everybody has their own opinion. Oh yes. Oh yes. You're right. You're right. Now, Barbara, we uh, we're about to take a take a quick break. I'm enjoying this conversation we're having. People definitely need to hear this. Uh, although you know, Meta Noise is uh, you know hasn't showed up. Um, we're still, you know, we're, we're still, uh, you know, giving, their, giving them their props. Uh, you know, definitely check out Metanoise. It's spelled M-E-T-A-N-O-I-Z. You know, and uh, just Google them. Check out all the things they have. They're on YouTube. Uh, they're on all the social media. They're on all the, uh, you know, places where you can buy music digitally, Amazon, CD Baby, uh, uh, you know, iTunes, just check, you know, just search for all their music. They have great stuff. They're bringing the original uh, golden era boom bap back to hip-hop, and they have some great stuff. Uh, Tina Wright uh, and, and myself had the, had the pleasure of interviewing them uh, a few weeks ago on the Rush Radio, mm-hmm. and they were great. Yeah, you know, we enjoyed it. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to play To Infinity by Metanoise featuring Kristen Gray. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll play a few commercials when we get back. I'm going to get inside Barbara's brain a little more before we wrap up the show. Because, uh, you know, I, I definitely would like to take uh, Welcome to the Country and Testify in a different direction. We, you, know, you know, Barbara, one of her power moves is interviewing people. But, you know, Barbara also has a lot of great insight into our communities. And, and just not just the black community, but just the world, you know, and how to make it a better place. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Barbara Country Cleaning Way is going to help us clean up the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so sit back, relax. You're listening to Welcome to the Country with Barbara Country Cleaning Way. And here is Meta Noises to Infinity. Close quarters, the sun bought us like a bird in the 
and 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 I, I definitely her, my household is filled with her products. Uh, you know, I use her shampoo, I use the lotions, I use the body butters, and uh, it feels great, smells great, and it's also great knowing I'm not putting any chemicals on my skin. So definitely get you product 2000, circa 2009. Let me bring on Barbara the Country Clean Lady, bring her back. Barbara the Country Clean Lady, what do you think about that song that we just played? Yes, yes. Infinity was good, too. I like that. I like that spinoff on that. But like they said, um, if I would have interviewed them, um, they tackle the issues of society. And one of the questions I was going to ask them was, you know, have people ever considered them controversial for doing that? But I'm noticing in a lot of their songs that they're tackling a whole lot of things, poverty, pregnancy, drugs, violence. Um, they touch a lot of those issues, and what's amazing is that they're touching those issues when they would shelter children from the mountains. <laughs> so I'm, I was going to ask them also um, about the culture change from coming down from the mountains, because it's a whole different scenario from the way that they live, because they said it was in a close-knit community up there. So those were, you know, like a couple of the questions I was going to ask them based on most of the songs I've heard from them. But, you know, like we said, we don't go on because it's 9 o'clock. We go on because it's a show. So I'm gathering they had something to do or schedules, got conflict. But it's all good because country will go on, you know. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hopefully I'll I'll find out what happens. You know, they're great guys. Their manager, Michael Katz, he's a great guy. You know, know, Mm -hmm. I talked to Michael Katz earlier today. He's ready. You know, everybody's ready. So, uh, so I say, I, 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 you know, I hope everything's okay, you know, but we'll, you know, we'll find right. out, you know, they, they, they grind, they do great things, and, um, you know, I mean, you know, I, they got great music. You can hear it in their music. <laughs> you can hear the passion. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they're great guys. Uh, you know, I just hope everything's okay, and, and I know it's probably, you know, I, 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 whatever has happened, you know, knowing who they are and they walk with all, all integrity. I, I I know it's probably you know it's probably maybe a, a small mistake or they got wrapped up right. in something that they you know break away from so uh, so yeah everybody was everybody, everybody's hyped up you know everybody, everybody wants to talk to you Barbara <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but things happen things things happen you know it does I mean you know change change life changes so you know yeah we're we're not upset really we're not because we can still find things to do until you say the show is over. Oh yeah, you know, there's, oh, yeah. there's always something to talk about. Always. Oh yes, oh yes. And also before I, uh, before we actually get to wrapping it up, I, I do I, I still want to pick your brain a little more, Barbara, about uh, you know your your opinions, your ideas of how we can clean up not just our community but clean up the world. Um, I just want to say I just want to give a shout out to Hear the Unheard. Uh, the the third installment of the Hear the Unheard mixtape is available now. Um, you can. Downloaded on YouTube and also uh, for this particular uh, installment in the series of the Hear the Unheard series, they have rhyme scheme and they also have uh, symphonic Phoenix Force, you know, mm. uh, PF. <laughs> they're on there too, so so they're, they're definitely you know I you definitely get the mixtape. I'm, I'm gonna be pushing that out and be sharing that out. Shout out to Candace Norwood who was on the program last month. 
she she was on the show to talk about you know her you know what went went on with her. But in addition to that, she also you know she also was a major instrumental part in the Hear the Unheard mixtape series and, and putting that together. Mm-hmm. So definitely shout out to Candice Norwood doing her thing. You know, put getting those rappers together and putting it out. So uh, so yeah, I just want to give that shout out right quick. And um, I also wanted to say, uh, right, well, I, Barbara, before we even getting up, get get into the, the uh, how we could clean up the world, I wanted to ask you, uh, what what did you what did you, have you, are you familiar with Circa 2009, Nikki Brown, her products? A little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, what, a little bit, because I've seen I've seen somebody put them up there on um, Blacktopia one time before. Um, last year, really, they had put them up there one time before. Um, I kind of went through her products of what she had. You know, most of that stuff looked pretty good. Yeah. Like you were saying about her oils and um, the body butters and the body washes and stuff, it looked pretty decent. Oh yeah, they definitely are. Now, um, mm-hmm. now I don't know. Now I know the, the products that she mostly has oh, is for skincare, uh, you know, for hygiene, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if she actually has any cleaning, like like anything like 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 uh, glass cleaners or, or uh, anything mm-hmm. for surfaces, wood or or, or tabletops. <laughs> but well, you know, everybody act- now mostly want to do the the eco friendly. Products. I'm not one big on that. I still believe in bleach. So, <laughs> if somebody asks for the eco-friendly products, I can't clean their house. I tell them quickly, I can't because I'm not for certain of the germs already present at your home. Um, and what people fail to realize is one thing about when you want to go eco-friendly. They don't tell you this prior before you try to go into using the environment-friendly products, you have to make sure your house is completely clean. That's free of bacteria, the enzymes, and the different um, other organisms that come from dirt. Because even your body puts off dirt. Like sometimes you'll see hair around on your floor in your house. You know you don't have an animal. That's you. Most dust come off your own body. People didn't realize that either. You also have what they call sun dust. If you're somebody who don't have um, blinds on your window because you like the appearance that your windows have on their own without blinds, you do realize the sun comes through those windows and what it brings with is sun dust. That's also a dangerous UV-type dust light that comes in. That's why a lot of people have to keep their windows clean that don't have any type of blind or covering to darken those windows or at least give it a balance. So before you can really use those products, you have to make sure your house is completely clean. You have to do a thorough cleaning. Then you can go into using eco-friendly. You just can't start eco-friendly and your house is not sanitized properly. I had to tell a few people that, you know, get your house properly sanitized, then start using your eco-friendly product. Because if you're putting those eco-friendly products on dirt, then you're, you already still, all you're doing is stirring up the bacteria and the That's right, girl. Child. I'm just saying, people get mad when I say that, but I'd be honest. Thank God I own my own stuff. So I can tell you straight up. If your house was filthy and you tried to run and start doing eco-friendly because you want to try to help the environment, you ain't helping your damn self. 
because the house has to well, be clean first before you can be able to start using those products. You have to get it thoroughly clean. And if you don't want to use bleach, they have a service out there that does uh, a total house eco-friendly cleaning. Then they tell you to start going get the products to do it um, the way you want to do it. Other than that, because, I mean, I'm going to some people's house is eco-friendly, and they still got dust and dirt every damn way. That, the eco-friendly is not going to help. All you're doing is just going to keep stirring up what's going to make you sick. But you can't tell folks that because this ain't any no more than me, and I've been doing it for 18 years, but you don't handle your business. <laughs> well, well, Barbara, well, this, this, this uh, leads me to, well, actually, Barbara, this leads me to ask you, to ask you this question. Um, do you think there is a product out there that can be made strong enough uh, to get that, that can do what bleach does that is natural and without using chemicals? The strongest thing out there that they got now that can almost compare with bleach is vinegar. That's almost the strongest thing. But once again, you can't just begin to start using those if you haven't thoroughly cleaned your home. Everything in your house, from your furniture to your blinds to your curtains to, you know, your floors, Everything has to be, the surfaces that will be normally clean have to be thoroughly sanitized before you can start that regimen. You can't just you can't just start it and you got already years or decades of dirt within that home. You can't. Unless you're going to keep it up on a regular basis. And other than me and maybe some people who are anal or got that, um, that OCD that clean their house once a week, I, I don't see a lot of people doing that, and so you're not keeping up a constant regimen to house clean. If you don't do that and, and take first and only clean like once a month or every other month and you're using those eco-friendly products, people that come in your house bring dirt in on their feet, on their body, you know, on their clothing. It, it just happens that way, and you have to be able to be willing to – it's a tedious job to keep it clean and keep it done. I mean, I can't say it on the way. That's why before I even get into it, if I see that on bids, people send me or request, I send it back now because I'm not even going to try to come in and look at the dirt I'm already going to see, and you got a ball of eco-friendly cleaner sitting there on the table, and the dirt thicker than the cleaner. So, you know, no. I just I just tell them no up front, and some will actually have the balls to answer for an explanation, and I give them one. Because, you know, this is the honest truth. I'm not going to come in here and tell you something and use those products that even I can get sick from because your house isn't already pre-cleaned. So I'm not going to go in there and gather bacteria and get them myself. And, that, I mean, you know, I hate to scare people out going to folk house, but that that actually happens. You know, you can get sick off of things that aren't properly clean in somebody's home. For some of the houses I've seen, Lord, I mean... I'm just saying. I don't know how folks sit down at the table and try to eat dental. I don't know how they go in the bathroom and try to wash their behind with some of the things I've seen. It really makes me sick to my stomach. I don't. I don't understand how they do it. And the first thing out of their mouth is, excuse my house. I mean, what, what the fuck you mean, excuse your house? And you sitting here in four months' worth of dirt that you got red rings around the toilet seat. And red rings around the sink and around the tub. And how you get in there and bathe? Bathe? I just, or the kitchen, the refrigerator looked like 
one of those scary movies and you actually got food in there that you put your mouth on or a counter that I run my hand across that it comes up blacker than my skin tone. I just, you know, just some things amaze me. (laughs) That's all I can say with that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, well, hopefully, uh, maybe hopefully Nikki Brown can, uh, Concoct something in the lab that could that could that could mm-hmm. go beyond Mister and go beyond uh, uh, Bleach. <laughs> hey, they um, they still been trying to come up with stuff. I mean, I didn't been to a few conventions. They still trying, but you know they can't stand me because every time I come to it, I'm always shooting them down with it. And I mean, it's just my honest opinion. You know, everybody will try it, but I'm telling them straight up, no. I mean, I see the natural ingredients. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to keep the earth friendly and, and clean, but I'm I'm trying to keep myself friendly and clean from the bacteria coming off somebody behind. I mean, you you talking about the earth in general. I'm talking about the person in my house. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, so well, you got to yeah, yeah, look yeah, at I mean, it that way, too. Well, I, you know, I understand. Well, I mean, but, well, I mean, but, you know, it also keeps, uh, keep, keep, keeps the people, you know, keeps, um, you know, them from inhaling the chemicals and the toxic uh, products, mm-hmm. you know? I well, mean, that's true. I, I mean, there's some people who can't stand the smell of bleach. This is why a lot of times when I clean, no one is home. It gives it time to dissipate. Um, and I only use Clorox or Lysol because they're depending on, you don't have to use a whole lot of it. It's already strong. And then what I do is I take Airwick. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Airwick now has the pure, but when they didn't have the pure form of their um, ionics, they uh, the spray machines, I would use the regular form. I have used the bleach and let it mix together and sit. And it would normally make it would depend on the kind of one that I use. It would put like a nice melon or vanilla scent so that you didn't smell the bleach. So I mean that's that's normally what I did for it, you know. And then by the time, like I said, the person got home, they smelled the vanilla or the melon flavor. They didn't smell the bleach. And a lot of them like that I did that. But you know, now if, if your house got eco stuff after I've done initial cleaning, and you want the eco use, you got to keep it up yourself buying it because I don't buy that stuff. So you got to still pay your regular fee, but you got to buy your own product. Yeah, or uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. That's how you work. Uh, but in the mm-hmm. future, uh, make wraps for yourself. Could you? Could you? Uh, would Would you consider uh, products? You know, from maybe circa two thousand nine dot com or circa two thousand nine dot net <laughs> to maybe uh, you know maybe maybe wash your hands because I'm with you know. Yeah, I mean you know. I'm always looking at whatever's new, and I always try out whatever my clients come up with. I mean, I give them that respect. But if I use it that first time and you call me and go, so-and-so didn't work out, I go, I used to tell me. They go, yeah, it is my fault. Sure is. And next time I'm going to use what I use, they're like, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, you know, some of them see things on TV. They'll leave me a little note because they didn't bought that ass scene on TV stuff. And they'll go, you know, Miss B or Barbara, can you use? So and so and so and I and I always need to know that you know me. I give you the respect to try it once, but if it don't work, we still looking at the same ring around your toilet. You know, don't call me whining. 
So he'll call me back and go, yeah, you were right. It won't go work. So, you know, and I won't say I told you so. I'll just go, okay, we'll do it my way next time I come. You know, yeah. that's that's how I do that. I always, I don't just, you know, outright. Some of those who try to push their stuff. But my normal clients, I don't outright, you know, insult them because they always try to find little busybody ways to try to make things better. So I listen to them, you know, and tell them I'll try it once. But, you know, once that once don't work out, they call me back, and we move on. You know, that's that's how I do that. I give them that respect. If they they going back, I'll try it. That's, how, that's my motto. You go back, you go buy it, I will try it. If it don't work, you know, don't say nothing else. <laughs> so... And they and they don't. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the rapport I got with most of them because they know me. I'm on, you know, and a lot of folks I've never seen this before either in my life. Um, to this day, there are major companies out there that they could be in a four or five bedroom house and be done cleaning in two hours. I've never in my life. I go into a four or five bedroom, three bathroom, two bathroom house, and I don't come out to maybe five six hours later. And yeah. big difference between, because I normally, before me, I normally take pictures, and I do the before and after pictures to show the person. The difference between somebody who come out of there in two hours and want to charge you $300 and me coming out there in six hours and charging you four. There, there's a big difference. You see and smell the difference. So, you know, that's that's years of doing that. So, again, when I, anybody listening, when I put up there the Motivational Mondays, I mean what I say. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about because I've had a lot of good teachers, a lot of good um, role models as far as getting me as far as I got. And I just couldn't keep the bankroll going because the government and their cheap asses um, took away a lot of female set-asides. And I, I wasn't going to fight with, sad to say, my own black constituents to get business and let them talk bad about me because I'm the smaller one. I wasn't going through all that. I just let them have it. What what God has for me will be for me. And that's that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and, and that's your uh, butterfly flow, good morning and night. <laughs> you ain't Shout out to the butterfly and the cappuccino queen. So, yep. <laughs> Well, Barbara, I'm definitely loving this uh, conversation. Uh, if you if you have a little more time, I'd like to go into some overtime, if you'd like. You can do that. You know me, whatever you oh, need. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to do that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna, I'm enjoying the conversation. I'm gonna pick your brain a little more. I like I said, I didn't get a chance to uh, talk about what I wanted to talk about as far as uh, you know, um, cleaning up cleaning up the hood and cleaning up the uh, Clean up the environment, country, country clean lady style. But uh, but we're gonna get to that. We're definitely gonna talk about that. So, but before we do, I'm we're gonna go to another quick break. And uh, what okay. we wanna do is we wanna play uh, this song from Rhyme Scheme titled. Okay, Rhyme Scheme, where you at? Uh oh. I don't know what's going on. I can't find my Mm. Play Allen. <laughs> Say what? Play the Allen. There, there we go. I found it. All right. Rhyme Scheme, Island Flame. And definitely purchase yep. that album. Rhyme Again. <laughs> what did you say, Barbara? Yep, yep. That's what I said. Play the yep. Allen song. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're about to do that right now. Oh, 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 oh,
<laughs> is available, not available, is available <laughs> with a V, not a B. Uh, for pre-order, the album officially drops May 19th, but you can go on ahead and get it in advance. A lot of people from Blacktopia has copped the album, like Jay Coffin. Shout out to Jay Coffin. She purchased the Ron Mageddon album. Uh, shout out to Tammy Thomas. Like I said, Tammy Thomas supports everybody. She copped the album, too. A lot of other Blacktopians right now also purchased the album. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's hot. I want you all to go get that. If you want to get it for pre-order, email thegiantblast at gmail.com. We'll give you information on how you can uh, order the album in advance and get it before its official release date. You know, for anybody else, you know, if you want to go ahead and uh, wait till the 19th, so you can get it on uh, Amazon or iTunes or wherever. Uh, it's being distributed digitally. Go on ahead and do that. But if you can't wait because that Island Flame song is hot, then that's even though the Island Flame song is the single, I'm I'm letting you know that uh, even though it's, it's great that he led with that single for the first for I mean for that album uh, as his first single from that album. <laughs> There's way, way, way hotter songs on the album, trust and believe. And I'm not saying that they're not Island Flame. I'm not. I'm just saying that Island Flame is hot, and if you think that's hot, you haven't heard, you need to hear the rest of that album. You know. So definitely do that. Uh, Barbara, the country cleaning lady, I know you love that song, right? Yes. That's why I said play the Island Flame. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, turn it up, turn it up. Yeah. Yeah, I like that song. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, one yeah. His, it's one of his greats right there. Now, um, speaking of uh, Rhyme Scheme and, 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 you know, everything he has going on, you know, he signed the Street Notes record. Uh, you know, his his, his label uh, is a subsidiary of Street Notes Records, which is being distributed by Universal Records. The CEO of Street Notes Records will be a guest on Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio this Tuesday. Uh, yes, yes. Leland Shogun White. He will uh he will join us. Barbara the Country Cleaner Lady will be putting him in the hot seat and uh he'll he'll talk about Rhyme Scheme's album, you know, being, you know, distributed through his label, Street Notes Records. Uh he'll also talk about Street Notes Records and, and uh, you know, actually what Leland does, he does so many things. He also he also DJs on Wednesday nights on uh what's that? On the Rise Radio, on the Rise Radio. I don't know why my brain is, is getting tired right now, but on the Rise Radio that airs Wednesday nights on another network, uh, they'll they'll plug that when they get on the show. Uh, you know, him along with his son DJ Den, you know, they provide the music for that show, and he goes by the DJ known as DJ Overload. DJ Overload is also a member of the Blacktopia DJ Coalition and Record Pool. So, so Blacktopia is connected to that's what I'm trying to do. Black I'm trying to get Blacktopia connected right. to all people doing business, all black uh-huh. people. So, so you'll you'll find out like when you say, Oh, you know, you can get some some black uh uh, uh paper towels from a black company, you'll find out that that, that one of the owners uh, is in Blacktopia. So that's, we, that's what I'm trying to do with it with Blacktopia, get everybody connected. Um Barbara, are you looking forward to that interview? I'll be ready for him. I'm always ready. Oh, yes. You stay ready. You stay ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> research, oh, research, yeah. research. That's one of the good things I learned about school and college. Research, research, research. Oh, yeah. Now, you know he's also a, uh, well, you're going to find that out. You know he's also an actor, too. 
So this this was not meant to. I mean, I had a few people inbox me that too. It wasn't meant to culturally shut you out. It was meant to hone in and to fix and repair the relationship within our own people. So you know, let's just. I mean, I want to get that out there and correct it as well. The group itself was not meant to ostracize anyone. It was meant to operate and build on black folk themselves. Because believe it or not, we may function in society, but we don't know how to fucking really function in society. Yes, so, yes. So, I mean, you know, we, we try, we're trying to build our own self, you know, to say it vulgar to get you to understand. Yeah, we, we may look like we function, but only if we pass in blame. We don't know how to function per se as a people within society. So that's what this group was supposed to be about, to teach our own people how to function properly within society and I mean among ourselves, you know. So, you know, that 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 there in itself was you know, he has other groups of people to join. But this one here just particularly needs to focus on our own folk. We still got a lot of flaws. I don't care if nobody try to beautify it and yeah, black is beautiful and blah blah blah. But we got a lot of flaws that still have not been addressed, and we have added on flaws from this new generation that's being raised by God knows what. So, you know, we we have way too many things that need to be fixed before we can add other people into the mix. So that's that's where we're at with that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, you're you're absolutely right. That's what I started Blacktopia for. It's not to... uh, this isn't no, you know, fuck whitey group. It ain't no, uh, you know, kill whitey. <laughs> it's not that, you know. It's, it's mm-hmm. about, you know, helping us, you know, and, and, and keeping our dirty laundry, even though they can see some of our dirty laundry anyway. But, but keeping the dirty laundry within our family, you know, within the black people, within our community, and, and discuss ways how we can uh, help each other and, and fix some of these things yeah. and kind of patch us up. So, um, so it's not about uh, excluding white people or excluding other pe- races of people. It's about including all of our people. You know, um, you know that's what it's all about. You know, like I said, I, we we got to share this planet together. You know, uh, it, it, we it's not one race all on just the planet. We got to we definitely have to share it, but we have to take care of our own. You got now nobody does that to Jewish people. You know, Jewish people are tight knit and they kind of keep it mm-hmm. in the family. Same thing with certain Asian, uh, you know, people in Asian Asian countries. Mm-hmm. They kind of keep themselves. Nobody said, "Hey, you need to let us in." But as soon as black right. people say, "Nobody, yeah, we as soon as we gather, it's a problem. It is. It's, it's, it's automatically considered something gonna go down wrong." When you're right, you're right. Even in in the neighborhood where I live in, um, downtown Norfolk, Virginia, um, I didn't realize in the area behind me is called Kent. It's one of the old um, communities in this area. It has now vastly been diversified with Muslims, um, the Jews, and I can't think of them little people that had a little curls down the side of their head. Well, I, I can't think of the name of them, but but them too. And then we got um, it's another culture that Swedes, I believe they are, but all of them had their own little nick. We see them early in the morning because I'm out at four. So they early uh, early in the morning, walking with their children, going through some of their stores open early so they can, you know, get their shopping done and get back in the house so nobody can see them. But they're out early in the morning walking and late at night or in the middle of the day when everybody's just sleeping or whatever. And I didn't realize those cultures were that prominent down there. 
you know, but they got their own little close-knit group, their own little stores and stuff like that, that they have, and nobody says a word, you know. No, not, not a word, but let, you know, a bunch of black people standing around the group too long, the police, I hear the sirens coming, and here come the bearers <laughs> and, the, and the fuzz going, you know, what's going on? I'm like, okay, if they just standing there doing nothing wrong, you know, y'all look like they about to rob somebody or beat somebody down, but the other little salon and they little group pushing their strollers and stuff, nobody say a word. Not one word. And yeah, I just exactly. find it amazing that we still have that bad persona. I want to say it nicely. We still have that bad persona, and that's that's another cop out that we have that I, I don't I don't understand the breakdown of that. But you know, in our society, we got we got a lot of breakdowns going on that um you know I I I, I can't I shake my head too. And that fathom greatly. Like, I don't know if you saw, they had up there here recently, it's been about nine teachers from uh, maybe five or six states across the country with uh, the same season the students have gotten completely out of hand. Some people tagged me in some of the posts um, that was put up. A few of them have been black teachers, female and male. Now, I don't know about you, but back in the day I had a crush on Mr. Brown. And I was about nine years old, even with all my problems, um, because he was really nice to me. And I had a crush on Mr. Taylor, and I had a crush on Mr. Corfrew. I had about three teachers, nice-looking men, family men. And by, Mr. Corfrew was by the time I was in the 12th grade. They had the knack to, they knew that female students had crushes on them, but they knew how to direct that energy to other levels, and they would correct you quickly about you being the child and them being the adult and you being the student and them being the teacher. What the hell happened to that scenario in this generation now mm-hmm. where you got teachers taking children across borders to have sex with them and marry them? You got mm-hmm. teachers holding porn sessions. Like this last black teacher, they got her out of Florida. She was having porn sessions with five of her students. She's 42, mm-hmm. two years younger than me, married with four children, she had five students, the the oldest one, 18. She had been messing with him since he was 16, doing these, doing a porn site. The only reason why they got caught, one of the fathers of the boy had a porn fetish, like I do, I ain't ashamed. And he happened to see his son, and he, he said to look at the TV three times to make sure that was his boy. And he said, you know, his son's body. Looked and saw it was his son, went through the whole video, saw two of the boyfriends that he knew of, and went, you know, what the hell, and got his son, and his son had to sit down and explain to him what was going on. Now, his son is 16, and had to explain to him that the teacher was taking him to her home when the, when the husband and children weren't there, to a summer home she had, to a hotel, and running trains with these children, mm. and then selling it on the Internet. And, the, and the, the parents of the kids, including this man, his son was making money cutting grass, you know, doing little odd jobs around the neighborhood. That's what they were told the line say. And, they, I mean, they were making good money, two, $300 a session. And come to find out, this teacher was setting this up because she said her married life had become unsatisfying. You fucking mm. serious? So you go pick 16 to 18-year-olds making yourself a known pedophile when all you had to do was sit down with your husband and discuss what he wasn't doing for you sexually. And they had been married 13 years. By now, you have no excuse. You understand me? After seven years, you got no excuse. Y'all can't sit down and talk about what ain't pleasing to you. 
Now, if y'all can't compromise, then you put it out on the table. Then maybe we need to separate until we can come together and be on the same accord. Yeah. What to do with now, she now, did, that's pedophilia. Oh, yeah. Now, now Barbara, let me ask you this. Um, you know, because I'm going to use this to kind of segue back into the uh, the clean up the community part. Now, for this Go situation, ahead. you know, for these, for these situations that uh, that's been happening with the teachers, uh, now, because I, I – I, I believe that pedophilia is a, is a disease, a mental disease, or something. I mean, you know, it's something wrong with these people, seriously wrong. Um, how, how do you believe, how do you think that uh, this could be, like, stopped, or it could be stopped before it even, uh, or or is it even something that, that like, how, well, you know, I, how how could a lot of these type of situations be prevented? Um, now, I know they, you know, they have strict laws in, in place, for uh, for the for this kind of thing, um, like uh, like if you have like for you know for pedophiles, uh, they have a um, um, you know I guess they have to well they have to register or something. Um, mm-hmm. As a, register sex offenders. Definitely, and there's other other ways to uh, to mark and brand them so people can know it and know okay don't fuck with this person or or, or this person shouldn't be allowed uh, x amount of feet. Uh, 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 near a school or anything like that, um, and even with all those laws and all the things that uh, that that's supposed to prevent stuff like this from happening, it still happens. How? Uh, what is that, on your opinion, what do you think? Uh, what else do you think needs to be in place for things like this, uh, so we can put a stop to this and protect our children? Well, I mean, we got two courses going on. First of all. Um, society sees it. Community sees it. You know, you know there are people within people's family, um, friends, and the most hurting part for the black community is they say you can survive it, as I was told. Let it go. You can survive it. Um, that's not the point because if these are adults that you look up to as a child and you trust people, which is what children do, they trust. They put their lives in people's hands to do the right thing by them. And as the adult, if you don't do that and misplace that trust, abuse it, betray it, um, that is a lasting imprint on that child's life. And I've learned and saw through children I've helped over the years, too many people in communities see this going on and they just ignore it. They don't report it. They go, it's not their business. I'm going to tell you from the school standpoint, a lot of the teachers are under tenure. They see it in the schools. Children even put trust in them and tell them. If they go to the principal and report it, they're told to mind their business because the school can't get involved. So until the community and society itself changes those laws and say that, you know, if a person is hurting a child, I don't care who it is, it needs to be addressed. Until they do that, we're going to keep having that epidemic become a terrible disease because some of the kids infected by don't always turn out like some of us able to walk away and be a positive person. Some become a predator themselves. And that's even worse because their pain was hidden so long they figure like everybody's responsible. So until we can get politicians and other people in the community, you petition everything else, but you don't petition the right things. Until we can get them to stand up and say, okay, if you see this child, this is a known fact, that this child is being abused, address it. 
get a social worker, somebody into the home to address it. Because I find it amazing that we can find thousands of dollars for these welfare recipients, but we can't find nine ninety five or ten dollars an hour for somebody to be a social worker and go out there and help these kids. I find that strangely amazing. We can do that. You can give a woman a thousand dollars for ten kids, and she ain't taking care of not one damn one of them. But you can't give a lady nine ninety five or ten dollars an hour to go out there and check on these children, or just even to answer the problems at the schools. We can't afford that, they say. But you can afford a thousand dollars for a woman who don't work no damn way, ain't put nothing into the system. So I mean, we have to address those issues first. And I can't really speak on nobody else's community, but I know for the black community, we let it pass and go by way too many times. We let it go. You hear him in the church go, oh, I know sister so-and-so brother was doing that, but it wasn't my business. See, but, okay, as long as it won't your child or you, you don't care. Again, and I had that in the testify, what happened to that damn village that's supposed to help raise these children? Amen. I mean, the village just fell apart. It's become a shack or 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 a straw house and been blown away with ignorance. So we're no longer doing that anymore. We're no longer supporting one another. Now, granted, I mean, like I said, you got the circumstances like I've been through and others have. But in general, if it comes to you in an environment you can control, like school or your church, these are supposed to be the safe havens and outlets for these kids. If they can't come to you and be protected, where the fuck can they go? Nothing's left but the streets. That's it. And and society is not putting that two and two together because they're too worried about their own political clout. So until we can do that, this, this problem is going to get worse. It's going to get and the kids are getting younger and younger and younger. Mm-hmm. So I mean, until until we as a people ready to address it. And that keeps shoving it underneath the politicians' books. It's, it's, it's going to get worse. And I mean, somebody going to have to be that person to stand out and just say, "Okay, I'm, I know I got a family to feed, but I'd rather not see one more child suffer." So until somebody get that attitude like I got, it's going to continue to happen. Yeah, unfortunately. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely got to clean that up. You know, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh. It, it, it's it's sad to hear. Um, now, uh, now, before we uh, wrap it up completely, um, I want to get your opinion and your thoughts on how we can just. Uh, oh, oh! Actually, before I even say that, I want to give another shout out to Tammy Thomas. Check out "Emotional Soul of a Poetess," her book of uh, poetry. You can purchase it. From Amazon.com, just search Tammy S. Thomas or Emotional Soul of a Poetess. Get that. The book is amazing. A lot of powerful words, a lot of powerful poetry laced within the book is well worth it. Um, You know, not just for, uh, you know, even if you're not a a fan of poetry or poems as a whole, I I believe the book uh, is is great. It's it's just kind of like chicken noodle soup for the soul for you. Only, only by one author instead of a compilation mm-hmm. of different authors. Uh, you know, it, Tammy Thomas has some great things in there that you can read. It just kind of feeds your soul. So I, I strongly recommend you purchase the book, uh, emotional, po- emotional Soul of a Poetess. And, uh, and also, like we talked about earlier in the program, 
want to get clean, want to clean some things up uh, on your body. Um, I don't know if it's ready. There's nothing for the house yet, but if you want to, you know, shampoo your hair and clean your skin and get right, get your ash off you and stuff like that, then certainly use all natural products provided by Circa 2009, available at circa2009.com and circa2009.net. Get them. Shout out to Nikki Brown. You know, she, 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 uh, you know, she put she put love in it. You know, you know the the, the products smell good, and uh, they're chemical free. So um, that that's the way to be. All right, Barbara. Before we close this up, I want to get your opinion. And, and you know, you can actually uh, it can be little bullet points. It doesn't have to actually. You know, it doesn't. You don't have to really get into great detail because in the future we can break down some of these points later and, and, and rehash them and bring them back up. But uh, but what? ideas do you have that can clean up our community? Not well, not just the community, but the world, you know, because uh, you are Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, and uh, and if you had it your way, how would you clean the world? You got the floor. Get rid of the programs that are not benefiting this country. We need to revamp even the structure for child support. Any monetary program that's supposed to benefit the children need to be revamped. They need to be torn down through the infrastructure and totally rebuilt because the programs have gotten corrupted. The programs have gotten deteriorated, and they're not benefiting the children. A lot of social sutra, I want to say, issues that keep coming up dealing with people's uh, personal beliefs, uh, dealing with their identity as an want to be considered male, female. Um, these things are personal issues, I feel like, that on a global scale don't hold a candle to the things that we're not addressing, which, again, is the things to take care of the children, to better the children, to heal and protect the children, the children who are supposed to be your future. So just like everybody want to keep saying that this presidency was a farce, this should have been an eye-opener to you right there about qualified applicants to run for president. If we're not training these children the proper way, this is what you're going to have every time you want to come up for a president to be picked. You're going to have the problem that you got. So society really need to blame themselves if anybody was unhappy with the choices given because no one has reared their children to properly be able to handle that type of situation. You know, a lot of folk who people thought were going to run had a lot of skeletons in their closet that ended up coming out. They had a lot of flaws that they were afraid the public would see. See, in order to be able to run this country, you got to be able to open up yourself to the world, and a lot of folk couldn't do that. So that shows um, that a home background, what happens within people's four walls isn't always perfect either. There's a lot of blemish there. We need to go back to the structure of family. The families have to heal themselves. Like this, the scenario, physician, heal yourself. Well, you can't heal yourself if you don't know what your problem is. Same thing with these families. There are a lot of problems within these families. They are broken down to no end. They don't know where a family begins and where it ends, and I see that in what yeah. I see every day as well. So until we can get the the infrastructure done and the foundation, which is the family, 
so we can correct that and then correct the financial means that's being wasted in this country and get back to a focus. Me personally, I would shut down a whole bunch of mess. Now, I mean, I can't per se say what Mr. Trump was trying to do because it's kind of out of control for folk want to look at him like a hood. Um, but stuff makes sense. I mean, some of the things he's saying to break down and take away, he's right because we need to. And mainly because people with your stupid asses out there bragging about you using the system. See, if you keep your mouth shut, everything will be fine. Folk are listening. Believe it or not, people hear everything you say on social media. So while you out there bragging on how you waste your welfare money, how you getting over on the system, there's a white man out there looking at what you're saying and trying to find a way to get your ass off it. So, I mean, you need you need to um, work on getting those things corrected. There, there are a lot of things that need to be wiped away and redone. And I don't care who is hurt when it's got to be done. I see it like this, Jay. If you've been on the system for 20 years, how many more years you need, especially when you haven't put anything into it? And I'm sorry. It's not my fault you had so many children. But if you rode it for 20 years, I figure like that is your ticket out. You're done. You've got your bonus past the normal standard law, which is three years. Three years, cooling off, period, and then you get reevaluated to come back again for three more. Not you ride it out a full 20. See, that kind of mess like that needs to be done away with. And I don't care what happens. If you got to put them all out there on the prairie and let them figure it out like like they want to be treated like slaves, because, see, slavery is a mentality. It's not the actual physical body. It's a mentality. Right. And too many people have that mentality already. So you can do the Django Unchained. You can do uh, uh, Mandingo. You can do Roots all night long. But as long as you're still living like that in your head, there there's going to be no change. Oh, now we can yes. we can take it from there any further you want to go next time we get together, but yeah, that's my take on it for now. Oh yeah, let me throw some some hand claps on it. Let me throw some hand claps on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we can we can uh, get in depth on a lot of these issues. You know, we certainly will. Welcome to the country. You know, Barbara. You know, I love your interviewing skills. Uh, you know, I, I, that's another reason why we, I, you know, set up Welcome to the Country so we could uh, grill some other people and give you a longer uh, interview session with some of the people that we that we interview. Um, but you know, you you got great monologues, you have great uh, opinions, and uh, we definitely need to find a way to utilize the platform that that's available, podcast on demand, not just the Blacktopia show, but just this whole network on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, to actually get the word out So um, I know on Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio In the future uh, We'll be uh, You know I'll, I'll try to use that So we can have some more Actual roundtable discussion And not just uh, You know What we've been doing um, So you know We'll, we'll get those uh, Serious issues out On, on Tuesdays On Blacktopia Business Roundtable Talk Radio Especially during the second hour uh, after butterfly flow, we'll, we, you know, we'll get to some heavy things, um, and then uh, moving forward, uh, we'll, we'll find a way to uh, kind of upgrade. Welcome to the country, where it infuses your interviewing skill. You know, your great interviews, in addition to uh, talking about some important issues in our community. We'll, we'll figure it out. I, I just don't want Welcome to the Country. 
to sound like Blacktopia. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just wanted I wanted to be two distinct separate shows, and we'll figure out how to do it that way in the future. Uh, you know, as long as you want to continue uh, being a strong voice on this platform, you know, we'll, we'll definitely do it. I know you'll figure it out some kind of way. Really, for me, I just use Welcome to the Country to do the interview a little bit longer because it can't go that long, even though some of them be some. I mean, normally I have, to be honest with you, 20 to 30 questions um, during the interview session. That's how I can keep it going when you tell me to go ahead on and keep on. I already come up with 20 to 30 questions for the person. Whoever it is. And believe it or not, whoever you are, when I interview y'all, you think you don't have that many questions available? That's not true. I have, a, like, three books. This is now my third book that I'm working on because I keep the questions for you guys. I normally have at least 20 to 30 questions for you, but the time is short. You know, I have to have the 30 minutes because everybody else got to get in and he got to get in calls and stuff. So, really, welcome to the country. What I do is try to do the whole length of the hour within the interview time because a lot of them do have interesting information, not just what they're currently doing, but a part of, I mean, I believe your past is a part of who you are now. So, a lot of them have a lot of interesting insight so that people can understand them as an artist, as a designer, whatever it is that they do. So, that's what I use it as. Now, if you want to tighten that up and, you know, enhance it, you do your thing, but that's what I normally do. I try to get all the questions in when I do Welcome to the Country that I can't get in on roundtable talk because everybody else got to get their time in. And, I mean, some of them end up, I end up opening up some Pandora boxes I can't get to either <laughs> because, you know, the time is limited because, like, yeah, the, uh, my, my boy last week and the one before that, I had those Pandora boxes open, and I can't touch them because, you know, we have, I have to respect everybody, you know, get everybody to space and then, you know, try to see if somebody's going to call in. Well, yeah, they, you know, it's it's a lot of things going on that people keep to themselves, and I try to use Welcome to the Country to, to answer all those hidden questions. You know, it's not like that. Don't nobody really want to discuss that. And it's cool that a lot of folks just want to stick to what they're doing currently, if you get tired of doing that every show you go on, that's another thing I try to do to stand out. That's why I dig into their background. I dig into their beliefs, into their personal lives. I mean, I give them that platform as if they're already writing the autobiography on radio about themselves. Because and I had one or two people, a few of them in the last three, four years, to say that uh, they like that because they're, they're so used to the same kind of questions being asked and they're already coached by their uh, producers or their publicists to answer those same questions. And they say they get to me and I come up with different crap. Well, that's because I know you've already done those same questions on the other shows because I'm listening to the other shows. And I want to be different. This is why I said I stand alone, because I'm like the lighthouse out there in the middle of the ocean. You can still see me, but you can't get to me like that, because I'm a whole different person, and I'm I'm on my own. That's why I say country. If there's a meaning behind me calling myself that, not not just because the way I sound, but I am literally my own country. <laughs> oh. You know, it, it, it makes it makes perfectly that metaphor makes perfectly good sense for me. But that's why I do that. But I mean, if you got some other ideas and ways you want to enhance it, we can go for what you know. 
whatever whatever you need to do. You know I'm, you know me. I'm about whatever you need to get it done. You know to keep you PR. Which I can honestly say I don't care what nobody feel about me. They ask me if I had to pee on anybody before in my own country. I can honestly say that I pee on Barbara, you because... Barbara, you're breaking up. Barbara, you're breaking up. What, what are you saying? Oh. What, what is all that you said? Yeah, we'll say it again. I said, if anybody asks me about PR and somebody, I can honestly say that I PR you, somebody in my own culture. I can honestly say that because I have not, once again, knock on wood, missed the show yet. Yeah. Not one. Yeah, yeah I, I I certainly appreciate you, uh, Barb of the Country Queen Lady. We all appreciate, preach, appreciate. Uh-oh, I can't talk. I got to charge up. <laughs> We all appreciate you. Uh, shout out to all the people that were listening, that was commenting on Facebook. Uh, you know, although, you know, Barbara and I, we just had this great conversation, you know, like I said, don't, don't be, don't, you know, don't, don't be afraid, you know, in the future, you know, press one and, and, and we'll bring you on and you can chop it up with us. But I'm glad you all listened. Uh, definitely, again, I want to give a shout, I want to give some more shout outs. Shout out to Tammy Thomas, purchase her book, Emotional Soul of a Poetess. On Amazon.com Shout out to Rhyme Scheme And his album Rhymageddon Go get that Shout out to SPF One of the greatest nerdcore groups out and, uh, Yeah, I heard that yeah. too cause They won one of the awards for um, your magazine Yeah, yeah I listened yes, to that song that they had Yeah, they're hot oh, too yes. yes, it is It is about to start rapping So definitely check that out Check them out Check out Southeast Hip Hop Magazine Certainly get those chemical free products. <laughs> you know, I know Barbara, I know you say you bleach, but hey, we're going to convert some people. <laughs> Definitely get those chemical free products from Nikki Brown from circa2009.net and circa2009.com. She has some mm-hmm. great stuff. There's also a lot more people I want to shout out, but you know, I can't give it all now because we're about to wrap it up. Uh, Barbara, the country cleaning lady, is there anything else you want to say before we uh, end this? We're going to keep up the good work because we don't go on because it's 9 o'clock. We go on because we're country. Yes, yes. And definitely shout out to Metanoise, too. Uh, you know, they, they weren't able to make it, but, we, you know, we'll, that, that's all good. You know, they were with us in spirit. Um, I definitely wanted uh, Barbara. I definitely want to get you. We got to get them in the hot seat eventually. We got to. Uh, I know it didn't happen this Friday, but uh, perhaps in the future we'll definitely get them because Meta Noise. They, they're great. They have great music, and um, I definitely wanted. I definitely got to witness you pick their brains because you, you know, you're very great at picking brains. All right. Uh, oh, 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 oh! Somebody else wants to say something. We're going ahead and uh, let them speak. Here you go. Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. <laughs> All right, birthday. We had no more talking. Good night. Good night. <laughs>